That is right. It is the Sharpening the Square College Football Podcast. We are back for week number six of the contest and ready to take our picks. Magoo, are you with me? RTRI, ready to roll it, ready to uh, renege on all of our plays as we're on opposite sides. Oh, dear. Well, we may be on the opposite sides of a few, but we have 25 to choose from, so I'm confident we can figure out seven that we can agree upon. And I guess we keep saying it, but this is probably the week we need to make some some board bets on the side. So maybe the next Mm. time we're in Vegas. We can bet a steak dinner or something like that. Oh, we're going um, to we're going in November to collect our winnings, right? <laughs> that, theoretically, we should definitely do that. We have some work to do. <laughs> we need to average five and two from here on out. I think to yeah. have against cashing, which is you know it's going to be tough, but it's possible for sure. So let's just get that seven and zero. Oh, you know. Yeah, that would definitely give us some breathing room. So these podcasts typically run run long. If you <laughs> Magoo and I are in the William Hill College Football Contest, we have to pick seven games against the spread. Uh, they give us a list of about twenty five games each week. Usually, they're the top twenty five matchups. They throw some curveballs in every now and then. Magoo and I take turns, and then we either say, "Yeah, let's." The other guy confirms it, or the other guy says, "Do not roll." And we move on to the next DNR. Magoo, I'll let you do the honors again this week. So what's your first pick? All right. Well, uh, first off, underrated sports night, um, Thursday night, I've got the Astro- the Disastros on the uh, brink of elimination, but they're winning up 6-1. NC State, I've got a lot of money on NC State money line. I need them to go ahead and just win, but they're up 13-0. And uh, UL Monroe, I need them to take care of this versus Texas State. So that's uh, that's another good one. They're up 14-0. That's a really good one um, versus your Texas State Bobcats. And then a well, garbage game uh, that I need people to lose, uh, the Patriots. Um, they're playing actually this garbage Thursday night football game. So that's what's going on in the, uh, in the world of sports. We're talking college well, football. Good, because they're going to be listening to this on Friday or Saturday morning. So. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I have this no choice for everybody long. else. This is why we go long, Magoo. Give us your first pick. All right. Uh, do you want the – should I give you menus again? I feel like I should give you menus again. Go ahead. The listener. <laughs> All right. So, so one play I'm actually auto, off of that we talked about earlier, but would you like a uh, – a heavy underdog, a uh, live dog, a uh, hold your nose, uh, a back to the well. Uh, which one of those? <laughs> let's go with the let's go with the second one. Live dog, I like that one. All right, live dog. Well, <sighs> came around to this team. Um. Uh, so, I'm going to defer to you on this one, actually. The Baylor Bears. So, 
it's up to you whether to decide whether they're fat and sassy because I'm getting a whiff, a smell, a hint of they're feeling a little fat and sassy now. You know, they just knocked off Iowa State. They just crushed Kansas State. Um, Is this team for real or should we be laying 11 points with them? Or should we just take the Texas Tech Red Raiders who – I think they're a live dog here. Um, I know they just beat Oklahoma State, but I, I don't. Baylor, are are they ready to lay eleven points? Brew, you tell me. I would defer to you, sir. Yeah. Uh, so this is one of the ones that popped up in our guessing the lines, where we both thought that this line was a little aggressive. I mean, you know, where where are we? We're at ten and a half right now. It, I probably mm-hmm. thought it should have been more like seven and a half, maybe seven. Um, so I think you are getting a little bit of line value with Texas Tech. But, you know, Chris the Bear Felica had a good stat. He tweeted out, I forget the exact numbers, but uh, the first game of a team that wasn't previously ranked in the top 25 preseason, the first game where they're in the top 25, they have like a horrible ATS record. And that would uh, – Baylor would qualify for that. So that's one reason not to like Baylor. Um, however – and, and another reason not to like Baylor, I think the line is inflated because people still kind of think of Baylor as this, you know, Art Bryles, RG3 type of offense. But this offense is much more methodical and slow. The D is coming to play. Yeah, the D is good. The D is very good. Um, and we have a kind of a one-dimensional Texas Tech team with uh, Duffy at quarterback because he's – a he is a good runner. He is a dynamic uh, quarterback, but not much of a, in the threat as far as passing goes. So the question is, can Baylor key in on, on that and then just shut down the Texas Tech defense, Texas Tech's offense like they did it versus Iowa State? Um, or is Tech going to get theirs and, you know, Baylor's not going to score enough to cover the 10 and a half? So I lean Texas Tech. Um I don't know. So that's you. Is that you like them uh, as one of your plays? I like them as one of my plays, but I mean, we're just picking categories. So, so, you know, I've got a wide range of plays. I just gave you a category of live dog. I think this is just a little bit too many points like you, like I would have had this game at seven and a half also. And uh, I get it. I, I, I want to defer to you on like, is you love the term fat and sassy. I just wanted to know if, is Baylor feeling a little fat and sassy here? This this line seems a little bit heavy for the Baylor Bears. They've 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 played some close ones. Texas Tech, not as bad, I think, as the public thinks. So uh, let's put that in the sounds well, like we're putting that in the maybe pile. So when you you said the word public, and that's what scares me on this job or on this job on this uh, game <laughs> because. Texas Tech right now, there's nothing worse than a public dog. Those are oh historical. No. Texas Tech is getting 64% of the bets right now. And so that concerns me. And when you look into the game versus Oklahoma <coughs> State last week, yeah, it looks like Tech dominated them. But they had a plus five turnover differential last week. And those, you know, the turnover differential like that makes the game look a lot closer, a lot more absurd than it actually was. And then turnovers are kind of, um, not, I wouldn't say fluky, but they, uh, they are up and down, you know, you can't count on them week to week. So 
I don't know. At this point, I kind of want to a lean tech, but I'm not sure I want to put him on the card. But I'll go ahead and start right. him for right. I, I'm with you. The line's at 11 and a half. We're not getting a good number. Let's keep moving. We got a lot of plays to get to. Okay. This game, I have so many damn notes that I, I'm probably going to have a hard time reading it. Um, <laughs> you know which one I'm going to, and I love this. It couldn't be a better spot. We have one team, the team that I want to back. They could not have looked worse last week. They scored three oh, yes. points. Oh, yes. Three I points. know it too. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. And now – Good deal. And now they're coming home. And the other team, the team you they're stole playing. My, you okay. stole my back to the well play, but go ahead. Okay. Well, there we go. The team that they're playing could not have looked better. I mean, they, they absolutely dominated. They covered a huge spread. They did what they were supposed to do. So now Penn State goes on the road at oh. Iowa. And they're laying three and a half points. This game opened up two and a half. Um, and it got as high as four and a half. So I wish, or I actually got as high as five. I wish we would have gotten that number. But I think this is a terrible spot for Penn State. Um, it's a night game. It's going to be electric. Iowa is always electric in their night games. Uh, for NC's 30, 18, and three ATS off a loss. He's great at getting his team to back, uh, bounce back. And he is nine and four and one ATS. Uh, I think that is as a home dog. So last week they turned the ball over four times versus Michigan, and they still held Michigan to only ten points. That's amazing. And in fact, their defense—they've only allowed eight point eight points per game to versus their FBS opponents this year. Um, they're out first downing opponents, and. You all right, <laughs> man. I need the uh, I need the cough button here. Yes, you I had, do. I had one in our Sunday. So they are out first downing their opponents by almost out eleven first, first downs per game. Yeah, eleven that. first downs per game out out first downing them, mm-hmm. and they just need to punch mm-hmm. it in. And so I think we're going to get some positive regression on offense, especially since we've got a veteran mm-hmm. coach, we've got a good senior quarterback in Stanley. And let's go to the Penn State side. Um, so two years ago, these teams played and Penn state was much more talented. That's when they had Barkley and they had, uh, Oh shoot. I'm forgetting the, the quarterback's name, uh, Mick Swarley. And it was a less talented <laughs> Iowa team, but still kind of the same core was there. Same, I guess, gist of each team and Penn state had to win on a last second, uh, score 21 and 19 this year. Penn State, this is going to be the best defense they've faced by far. Penn State has had a pretty cupcake mm-hmm. schedule so far. Pitt was probably well, – Pitt was definitely their toughest one, and they almost mm-hmm. lost to Pitt. Let's not forget they trailed Buffalo at half. They have had moments where they've bartered down. I do think that they're getting a little bit better. Um, but Franklin historically has struggled in these big matchups, especially on the road. So all that thing considered, I I mean, everything in this, this case is pointing to Iowa – the only thing I don't like, they are getting slightly more percentage of the bets right now, but yeah. we're only talking 57%, so I don't think that's anything to be concerned about. Okay, so wow, was this was this one of your favorite plays? It was the first one you this, mentioned. I'll go ahead and say it. This is my favorite play. I know you told me to be wow. careful with it. This one is my favorite play. Yeah, so, I mean, so I love that's your favorite play. So I was actually on Penn State. Initially, when I looked at the line, I thought it was – I thought it was uh, kind of short. I was like, man, I, 
I would have been on Iowa, but I thought we were going to get be getting like six and a half, and it turned out to be three and a half. And I was like, whoa, like, hold on there. Iowa can't score at all, right? So uh, I actually swung the other way um, over the week of, of Iowa, the night electric game. Yeah, I'm totally buying it. Um, can't pass it up. Iowa's done the same. We remember, I remember games versus uh, – Penn State, actually, and Ohio State and Michigan, for that matter, um, where they all cover the spread in this similar exact same game, October, night electric game. They always cover these spreads a little shorter than I thought. My only my only poo poo would be like there's no boat race potential with this play like it. It probably will be a sweat like as as good as Iowa you know, spot for Iowa as it is coming off the loss where they only scored three. They could not have looked worse. Penn State could not have looked better. They covered 28. Um, I still think it's going to be a sweat no matter what we do. Like, we put yeah. the play in and it's like, it's going to be a close game. It, you know, it, it could be overtime. And then we're just sitting there like, oh, God, no, don't let Penn State score the touchdown. But I'm okay with it. I'm okay with three and a half points. Um, I, I I thought there were more plays on the card, um, but I'm I'm still leaning Iowa, so I'm okay putting that in. I I cannot deny the the night electric game uh, at that stadium with the wave to the hospital. It's just an amazing thing, and they they come to play in these games, and they're going to be jacked up for this this uh, Penn State uh, team being number seven in the country. So I'm game. Oh, sure. I am totally game with this, but. You well, need to realize it is going to be a sweat. It is not going to be well, like there is no boat racing potential here. I agree. I mean, I think Iowa could maybe – they could probably win by, what, 14 at the most. That would be like the most ideal. Uh, but it's going to be – 14. That's going to be a low-scoring game. But yeah. It will yeah. be – if Iowa wins, it's going to be a low-scoring game. The one other thing I wanted to mention, uh, and I mentioned it before on the podcast, but Iowa just played a top-five defense in Michigan, and I love – playing teams afterwards especially if they they struggled mightily which Iowa did because it's just like like when you're in the batter's box like I said before when they're swinging the weighted bats Mm -hmm. and then afterwards their swing is so much faster Mm -hmm. even if you're you're at the gym you're doing a superset Magoo and you're you're pushing heavy weight and then you take a plate off Mm -hmm. each side it's like wow man it's just so much easier that's what it is for these football teams the week after they play teams like Michigan so I think the Iowa offense is going to look tons better. So, okay, I think that's our first play, Magoo. Okay, give us your well. Let's I, I, as long as you're fully strapped in to sweat that one, I am ready to roll. And let's roll. Let's I'm going to give you more categories. Um, so we still have the ugly dog, or the the massive dog. We have the system play. We have the. Uh, uh, we have the back to the well. Uh, what, what would you like to do? Let's save. Let's save the marquee games for last. How about that? Okay, sounds good. Well, I think um, I know what your big dog is going to be. Um, <laughs> but anyways, let let's go ahead and go to your system play. How about that? I know what that is too. <laughs> well, all right. So this one hasn't failed. The only one that's failed the system that we said was a home favorite. Um, yes. against a ranked team, which failed for us with Ole Miss versus. But uh, we may have to slightly adjust the system to a home dog 
versus yes. a ranked team, which I am game with. Uh, I'm game with Temple here in this situation. I, I was actually mildly. Imp- I, I was so impressed by their defense versus uh, Maryland. Uh, that's the game that I watched this year. Um, getting five and a half at home versus Memphis. I'm not sure what Memphis has really earned to get to lay five and a half versus Temple, but mm-hmm. the Temple D is for real. And I think they'll be jacked up to play. They see the ranking versus Memphis, and I think they'll be jacked up. Uh, poo poo the uh, Temple Owls for me. No, I like it. Um, so I like uh, what you said that good saw defense. And Temple, they probably should have covered last week. They, you know, that was kind of a fluky non-cover by them. They've got a really good pass defense, which will suit them well versus Memphis here. A solid D all around. They're good. A good team is a dog, especially as a home dog. Um, they play very well there. They've got a decent quarterback and an awesome dynamic running back. Um, they do have a little bit of extra rest also going into this game. They had a Thursday game last week. Um, on the Memphis side, I think that they're a little bit of box score frauds uh, a couple times this year. Last week especially, they're winning by six with, with six minutes to go, and the game just imploded. And they ended up winning by 19 and covering the spread. It was one of those really ridiculous ones. If you look at it, you're thinking, wow, Memphis blew another team out. They were also losing quite a bit to Navy before Navy imploded. So that's two games already this year. And, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I don't think that they deserve to be laying a spread like this. So we're saying that Memphis at home over Temple would be 11 and a half, almost a two-touchdown favorite. That's absurd. The only thing I don't like is Temple is getting 63% of the bets right now. Hmm. Again, that's not a huge, huge number, but I, hmm. I'm always working with a dog getting extra points. But I'm going to go ahead and lock this in. I, I like this one. Yeah, I do too. I, I I'm I know what I watched versus that Maryland game and that Temple D is legit and uh it's it's not like Memphis has really impressed it uh, impressed me on this year. So um I I'm game. I think I think Temple gets up for this game playing the ranked team. Well and this goes along with you know what, what we mentioned before, the the team their first week in the top 25 that Memphis would qualify for that too. So that is not a side that has historically performed very well. And the other thing with Temple, you know, usually when you have these good defenses, their offense kind of struggles a little bit, but Temple can move the ball. So it's not like we're going to, yeah, if, they, uh, weren't, they weren't a disaster versus Maryland by any means. Yeah. So if Memphis gets some early scores, we're still going you know, to have a chance to come back here. So all right, well, I like that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, pick off your next play because I know what it's going to be. Oh, and boy. I'm going to take, take the big dog. Now, this kind of goes against one of our rules because one of our rules historically and... has been if you don't – well, two two rules. Um, oh, that's you, true. If you, don't, if you don't think a team can win straight up, you yeah. probably shouldn't take him as a dog. I and I don't you. think a team can win straight up. Now, the other rule is we don't want to go up against a freight train. However, yeah. I'm talking about the Georgia Bulldogs, and I don't I know. know if they necessarily I know. Would you agree? I mean, they, they've looked a little shaky at times, especially on offense. Well, so, go ahead. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I don't want to steal your spotlight. I know this is your play, but 
you know, you got a couple factors here. One is this really sleepy early 11 a.m. game. Uh, I don't think that helps the Bulldogs at all. I, uh, secondly, I just feel like this is a spot for Georgia. Like, they have been on this, like, kind of massive tear right now. They need kind of one of these, like, just slow it down, just just do enough to win games, you know? Like, they uh, they had to go and bring their best versus Tennessee because, frankly, that game was – a little bit closer than wanted for most of the game. They pulled away at the end, but lucky um, yeah, lucky cover. Uh, South Carolina, I think, certainly a better team than Tennessee, and they're getting the same spread. Um, South Carolina is in desperation mode, and Georgia's kind of in a just, you know, let's just take care of business, get out of there with a win. We don't really need to show too much. I mean, they they have to they, they cannot go balls to the wall. They have a they have a stretch coming up, you know, with Florida on the on the horizon, with Auburn on the horizon, with Texas A and M on the horizon. You know, they just can't get, be going balls to the wall. So, I just feel like this is a spot for them to just kind of go through the motions, get rid of it. Um, but South Carolina is, I, I, I would go the other way. I would say that. They're going to try to play spoiler um, for the rest of the season, and this is one of those spots. So, uh, give me the Gamecocks. I think it's the sharp side. Uh, I don't think Vegas can keep before to lose um, with the bull- with the Bulldogs uh, for this long. This is kind of a heavy line. So, yeah, uh, give me the Gamecocks. I'm with you. You go now. Yeah. <laughs> so one of my concerns, um, Polinsky was banged up last week but so if we were going to be down to a third string quarterback i was going to say no way but he appears to be totally healthy again mm-hmm. um, i love that all the statisticians guys agree that we're getting value we're getting a really good line too we're getting 24 and a half the line's sitting at 23 and a half right now and i think it's going to go down to 21 or uh, 21 and a half right before kickoff but uh sagarin makes it 17 and a half SP makes it 19 rufus peabody makes it 20 Muschamp is 11 and 4 ATS as a dog in his last 15. Um, let's see. And, and yeah, Georgia, so they've got a good offense, but their O line is questionable, and South Carolina can rush the quarterback. They got a decent uh, D line, uh, and they're not a quick strike offense. So that gives me hope. Like, you know, they've got a strong running game. So that'll keep the game a little bit slower paced and make it more difficult for them to cover a big spread like 24 and a half. Um, the only thing that concerns me, their defense is really freaking good. Uh, they've only allowed 17 points was the, the most points they've allowed uh, mm. score proposition. So we're going to kind of hope for what a 28 to 17 type of game, which I think is reasonable. Um, no, Georgia, I'll, I'll, I'll do you one better. 40 <laughs> to 17. There you go. Even that will work. That gets um, it done. And that's not, that's thing not about, too much to ask either. I mean, no, no, that's totally it doesn't crazy. seem ridiculous to ask. Uh, Georgia has also not played the best strength of schedule. They've had 87 strengths of schedule in the nation so far. Really, the only good team they've played has been Notre Dame, and the rest have been worse teams in South Carolina. So, you know, they wouldn't have covered this number in a couple of other games. So I think, yeah, let's, let's, let's lock this in. This will be our third play. Oh, we have three dogs in the game. Yeah, I told you I was dog heavy. I was really – so 
Uh, you know what? In fact, I'll get it out of the way now. Um, I was going to go rapid fire on the only faves that I like. So, all right. Here's rapid fire. Faves that I like. And you poo-poo them when necessary. My only face that I why, like. Why don't, you give me, why don't you give me your next favorite? Do you have a next favorite play, though? I, I mean, I, mean, I wouldn't that. call it a next favorite play. I hate I hate kind of ranking them. They're all kind of on the same level, you know, of kind of okay. I like these, you know. So uh, this next play. So, oh, so let's get this game out of the way. Uh, you'll be happy to know that I'm off this game. You you hated this line. You hated this play for me. And what sucks is I teased at the beginning of the season as I love this play. I cannot wait to bet this team. And I'm off the Aggies versus Alabama. I, if this was So if this were a 6 p.m. game, if this were a night game, the night electric crowd at Kyle Field, I would be all over the Aggies. I hate that it's an afternoon game. Um, yeah. I, you know, that Auburn game – a&M would have covered if it was a night game. So I'm off that. I don't want any more. Let's just avoid that one, even though I'd lean the Aggies because um, Alabama's played Little Scissors of the Poor. We're off that game. So we'll move on to my next play, which is one is a favorite that you're going to hate. <laughs> okay, let's um, hear it. it. It is ugly. It is ugly. Um I'm ready for you to poo-poo this, but you're a Nevada Wolfpack. (laughs) They were awful versus Hawaii. However, San Jose State is still one of the 20 worst teams in the FBS out of the 130. They're definitely right down there. Oh, no. Come on. Nevada Nevada's a little bit in that. So, I love this. Square... Squares are all over San Jose State. You know why? Because they beat Arkansas. Arkansas is awful. I don't care. Nevada is still respectable, okay? I don't care what happened to Hawaii. The game got out of hand. I will back them here versus a terrible San Jose State team. You're not going to fool me with their win over Arkansas. So this game was an enemy (laughs) cross-off for me because I I made a rule last week. I am not betting a team. You I'm not betting a team lower than 70 in the S and P Plus range. It's not going to do it. And in this case, okay. you're kind of wrong. Nevada is number 112 in the S and P Plus, and San Jose State is 109. Nevada, even though you're saying they're not the public side, they're getting 62 percent of the bets. Um, I agree. I think they're probably the side on here, but we're right. not touching it. Too much variance. But still, that, that still tells me something that they're getting sixty percent of the bets, considering they lost by like fifty-eight in their last right. game. So that should tell you a little bit. That that's a little bit of a hint, hint something. I don't care. Let's move on. Uh, I thought you'd be all over that game. So I love that. I'm. I can't wait to bet it. I can't wait to bet the Nevada Wolfpack and make money and then stick it in your face. I really can't. Look, they're starting their third third string quarterback for this game. Did you know that? Oh, I love that even more when they rally around the backup. Rally around the third string. <laughs> oh man, do you know um, what they rank in opponent quarterback completion percentage out of 130 teams in the FBS? Uh, no, but I'll dare you to give me the Sagarin or the S and P point spread, and I bet it's like higher than two and a half. So Sagarin makes it three and a half. S&P makes it a pickup, basically. Wow. Um, I'm surprised. 
San Jose State's doing things, you know. But anyways, enough on that game. That's terrible. All right, what's your next favorite? (laughs) Oh, you want – oh, back to me. All right, well. You said you're going to run through your favorites. Or do you want me to go? Oh, oh, no, let me – let's rapid fire so we can kind of trim it down a little bit. So the favorites that I like, Vanderbilt. um, I like Vanderbilt. I like LSU. Uh, we got we got to wait to do that later. But all right, Vanderbilt, Utah, and really the yeah, only favorite yeah. that really the only this... other favorite that I loved uh, on the card besides BYU versus South Florida. That I, I can't help it. That's too trappy. Too yeah, trappy. I can't help it. Lay the points. Uh, San Diego State versus Wyoming at home. That's that is really about it. I I can't really justify any of these other faves. It's it's crazy. Okay, so let's talk about Utah because I'm on there too. So go ahead and give me your take on that. Or do you want me to give you my take? Well I've been a heavy Utah backer since the beginning of the season. You we were on a we we should have had a no play. We had that Washington State awful play uh, versus Utah. When I was on Utah initially you talked me into Washington State, but um I Oregon State, I think, is a little bit fraudulent. is is my take on this game. They they came and backdoored the hell out of Stanford in their game, and uh, Stanford's pretty good. Um, not great, but that was a little bit of a fraudulent line. Uh, Utah is going to shut them down. Their D is still yeah. legit, and they're not completely out of this whole thing in their minds. So they need to be impressive and make some things happen is my take on this game. Yeah. Utah has had, um, what, they've had one slip-up, right? One slip-up. Yeah. You're allowed to have one. That's usually the wake-up call. Yeah. Yeah, In their minds, they're not out of this thing. Yeah, yeah. And this is the the most physical defense that Oregon State has faced by far. I mean – by far, I mean, it, they are gonna, like I said, they, like you said, they're probably gonna shut them down completely. Oregon State does have a good offense, but you know that first D, they, I love to see how teams react to that. So, the other thing, Utah is getting healthy. Zach Moss, their stud running back, is back. Uh, they're coming off a bye week, and they have a good coach. So good coach coming off a bye week, and yeah, they need to make a statement win. So and we're getting the best of the number. It's thirteen and a half. I'm seeing some 15s even. In I'm seeing 14 and a half. Yeah, yeah. So we're getting a whole point, point and a half of value. Through a key um, number. Yep, and defense travels. And so I think uh, Oregon State's defense is not good. So no. even though Utah's oh struggles at times, I think they're going to just march up and down the field on them. So, yeah, I think that sh- we should lock that in as one of our favorites. Since we're not going to have that, I, I feel better. We have a favor on the card because most of mine are our dogs. All righty. Um, well, let me go ahead and give you. Do I have a favorites? I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah, I have it. I definitely have a favorites, and I'm gonna take you to a corner, and. Uh, oh no. We'll call it the Clemson corner, if you will. Oh no. <laughs> Clemson, I think, is ready to break out. And I think mm, I love Florida this. State, they are much improved, yet 
even, with all the improvement, they are. This is the biggest point spread, the biggest underdog that they have ever been in the history of their football program. That's that's insane, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, well, the whole narrative is Clemson barely squeaked by North Carolina, barely squeaked by North Carolina, and now oh, they're playing Florida State. Florida State's getting better. Florida State's getting over fifty percent of the bets. It's a twenty-six and a half point underdog. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the deal: Clemson, excellent defense, number ninth ranked mm-hmm. defensive line. Florida State, they're allowed in quarterback pressure forty-two percent of the time, and that's against nobody's. I mean, Clemson's going to be in their face. I don't care. Hornybrook, <coughs> Blackman, uh, they're going to be in their face the whole time. This is Florida State's only their second road game um, this year, which is crazy. And I, what I don't like, I wish Florida State would have stuck with the hot hand and just said, hey, you know, Hornybrook's been playing well. We're just going to keep him yeah. in. But no, they said they're going to the mix hell? him in. I think that's the worst decision because you guys you don't get – your guys don't get a chance to build momentum. You know, it's like, okay, I'm going to have so-and-so going for a series and then the other guy going for another series and you never get momentum. So I don't think that's a good sign, but I'm going to lean on you for this pick. I I think it's a good spot for Clemson, but you're the Clemson sharp. So you need to let me know if this is in fact the spot where we need to be back in them. Okay. So here's the deal. Clemson, so there's nothing worse for me than when we take the Clemson play and we lose. Like there's nothing yes. that I feel worse on is when we take <laughs> Clemson play and lose. However, uh, backing you up, backing you up on your play, our track record after we either lose the game in the regular season game, which we never do except like one or two times back in 2014, 2016, uh, losing the game in the regular season or having the sphincter tightening game barely manage out our tracker track record is phenomenal um coming out of that like the next game is just we open up a can uh, as soon as people doubt us i agree we we come we come at you like guns blazing run you out of the stadium right mm-hmm. so you got that factor the second factor I hate, I, I was on Florida State, and then they said Blackman starting, and I'm like, oh, what the hell? Hornbrook's, I'm sorry, Hornbrook is better than Blackman. Uh, I was disappointed in the Florida State Seminole uh, decision-making on that. Uh, I think Hornbrook gives them a much better chance. I think he's looked really good. Um, this, secondly, Dabo is fired up, man. He is pissed the F off right Oops. now. I don't know if you've seen these interviews. But everybody is everybody is coming down on Trevor Lawrence. Apparently, there was a, a phantom uh, injury to the shoulder um, back in the uh, second game of the season versus A and M. Um, I don't know how much of this holds water, but Dabo is pissed off. That is never a good sign for whoever's playing. Having said all of that, to on the Clemson side, this is a massive number. It's just really heavy for a Clemson team that, you know, it's one of those show me teams. Like all the reasons are there for us to put up 50, but until we put up 50, it's like, you know, put us down for 35. And if we put us down for 35, you know, are we going to cover 26 and a half? That's hard for me to justify. That's a lot of points, you know? So, 
I, I would, I'm leaning Clemson because I think it's the sharp side, and I can't deny our track record after every one of these games where, uh, you know, we barely win, we barely lose, and we come out guns blazing. But <coughs> you can't deny this is a massive number. You know, it's. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be a sweat, you know, <laughs> like, no matter what. So let's put that in the main. Yeah, I, I can't back Florida State. I, I cannot go against the team that I've seen for the past five years coming out guns blazing when they barely lose and they, or, or lose completely. Yeah, so essentially this is the same <laughs> in state versus Purdue, uh, Purdue uh, last week. But Purdue was a lot more hapless than Florida State. So, um, yeah, that makes me a little nervous. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and circle it. I mean, if you get reservations, I'm totally fine omitting this. I get uh, it. I, I get the side. It's just – it's a lot of points. I, I was really surprised. I was, like, dying to get, like, 20, you know, and, and I'd be ready to back Clemson. But it's, it's a lot of points. So that's why I, I have – hesitations of putting in the maybe uh you know it's i mean it's crazy i love nevada over san jose state more than i love clemson over florida state but yeah well that number you know it's sitting at 27 right now. uh we're getting 26 and a half it's not like it's through a key number or anything it, it'll be interesting to see if that goes up or down i mean on game day i, I, I kind of see it going either way i will say the stat guys both have it at 21 and a half um, so there's that, but, um, okay, well, let's go on to your next play. What, what else you got for us? Well, um, I'll go to another favorite. Uh, this is my last favorite on the card, the rest are dogs, but I like Notre Dame to cover the spread versus Southern Cal. I think, uh, I, I, I feel like Notre Dame feels like they are not quite out of the playoff hunt and they are ready to blow somebody out and, Southern Cal, it was kind of cute there for a little while where they kind of looked like they had some talent and they had some friskiness to them, but I don't I don't buy it right, right now. I think I, – I really only think Southern Cal can score. Like, I hate to defer to the Stucks, but they really can only move the ball by explosive kind of jump ball plays, and I don't think that's going to work versus Notre Dame. I think it's a bad matchup for USC. I don't think these – Jump ball, explosive plays are going to work versus Notre Dame. And Notre Dame's going to run the ball right up their gut. Uh, so give me the Irish. I don't mind the lay in the 10 and a half here. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of all over the place on this game. But at, at the end of the day, I was leaning USC. And, hmm. um, you know, the thing is, Notre Dame's defense – Defensive secondary has not been tested at all. I mean, their biggest test was against Georgia, but Georgia's a running team. And uh, they did okay there. But we've seen, man, when USC gets going with that Graham Harrell offense, they're pretty tough to stop um, unless you're, you know, really guns ablazing. So, I mean, we just don't know how they're going to react. Slovis is coming back. I like that. Um, hmm. I do not like Clay Helton's record as a road dog it's one and nine ats is a road dog that's that's not good that's um, not good they did have a little trouble moving the ball in washington's defense and i think notre dame's defense is probably very similar or maybe even a little bit better um sports cheetah are all boy so he <laughs> apparently where come from he is big on usc 
And mm. oh, I love Notre Dame even more. I love no, Notre he's Dame good, even man. More. He's out in Vegas. He's he's on TV. I mean, uh, I don't know. I I'd like to stay away. Maybe we can do a board bet on this one. Let yeah, we we will have a couple board bets for sure. It's a close one. Um, okay, well, let me give you another one of mine. Where do I want to go? Um, yeah, I had t- I had trouble this week. Let me go. Oh gosh, there's there's a uh, the rest of these. I'm just kind of. Well, should we get to the two marquee or wait wait on those? Well, yeah, no. Okay, I got another go live dog. All right, I've got a live dog too, and it's a big dog, but it's it's live. Oh no, I I uh, I'm ready for the zag. I'm ready for the zag, and my Sparty boys, they're getting ten and a half points. <laughs> On the road at Wisconsin, and I love this matchup, mm. dude. It's strength versus strength. Uh, Wisconsin's running game versus Michigan State's stout run defense, um, and I think that's going to go in our favor here. <laughs> Northwestern stacked the box versus Wisconsin, and they really limited their offense, especially Taylor, and they tried to force Cone to beat him, and Cone, that was a game he struggled in. Um, Here's a stat for you. Teams laying over seven with a total of 43 or less, they only cover 43% of the time. That stat goes back 17 years, so that is a plenty, plenty of a sample size, and that's what we've got here. Um, Wisconsin, they've, got a, they've had such an easy start to the year. They've only been on the – their only road game was South Florida, and that was a season opener, and now they're back at home. They're getting 65% of the bets. Um Michigan State, I don't. I wouldn't put too much stock into their their loss to the Buckeyes. That was close early on, but let's just get it straight. The Buckeyes are going to be a college football playoff team. They're amazing, so they're going to make a lot of teams look like that. This is Michigan State's second physical game in a row, but man, I just I don't think Wisconsin Wisconsin's defense. They've got all the stats backing them up, but. They haven't played anybody, and I really think that Michigan State's going to have an easier time moving the ball on them than they have had versus some of these other stout defenses they played. So, oh. ten and a half is too many, man. Too many. I think cut they can the, win. This could, this could be the D'Antonio money line cut, play. Cut the Bodog gem and his khakis just, like, giving you the double finger, saying what? that Wisconsin hasn't played anybody. <laughs> Oh yeah, I forgot. Bodog, about that guy. Bodog Jim just gave you the double finger right there with his khaki. That was, oh, that man. was such a blowout. I mean, man, I, I thought it was. It a was. I'm on the same side. This was one of my plays. I, like I said, okay. I like the dogs. So I like Sparty here. This just seems like one of those sleepy games. Um, the public's on uh, with Wisconsin. I let you already said it. I was a little worried with Michigan State coming off kind of a kind of a beat-up game versus Ohio State. I hate the teams that are kind of coming off the the, the beat-up games that they put kind of all their effort into. But at the same time, Michigan State is in the uh, effort mode. Just, just effort, you know? Like, let's just – especially with their offense. Like, let's just throw down field for once, you know? Who cares? Our season's over. I love when teams do this, when they're just like – Eh, you know what? Let's open up the playbook. Let's throw downfield for once, you know? At the beginning of the yeah. season, like, oh, let's not screw up. Let's throw the two-yard out route, you know? You, we backed Michigan State in Sparty when they ran the two-yard out route, but 
watch this game where they throw like the deep ball for once with Lewerke. So uh, that's my favorite angle of this. The total is only 40 and a half. Uh, man, I love taking the team getting over 10 points when the total is only four, four, 40 and a half. It's like, wow. So we only need Michigan State to probably get to 14 on the game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. fluky, fluky things happen to score touchdowns. Let's lock this one in. I like this one. Good deal. All right. We've got six plays, buddy. Don't look now. Do Let's we really? See, uh, ah. Yeah. We need to look at those. <laughs> All right, well, it's it's pretty tough to find plays now. I mean, we could go to the cup two marquee games, but I don't I don't know that we'll have a play from the two marquee games. Well, we need to talk about them, so let's go ahead and talk about one. You want to go to LSU, Florida? Yeah, so like we said on the guessing the lines, I loved LSU here, right? So fade the team that feels like they just won the Super Bowl, but then the line came they out. And like it, too. They the did. The coach was dancing. The coach was the dancing. coach was dancing. The players are dancing. They just won the Super Bowl versus Auburn. They love it. LSU kind of had a walkthrough with. I mean, everything here says LSU, and then the line comes out. And it's like thirteen and a half, and I'm like, oh, the gas was let out of me. Like, really? You're gonna? Oh my god, that is a lot of points. And yet, yep. and yet, I would still lay the points. You'd have to be getting me over fourteen. For me to take the points here. LSU. Oh yeah, uh, Florida was an immediate cross off. I looked at it and I said they're, they, they're a double cross off. They had the emotional win and they have the freight train. And I, I do not want to step in front of LSU until somebody else no. knocks them. Um, but yeah, man, Florida's defense is legit though. They're allowing eight and a half, eight <coughs> points a game. Um, man, it's tough. And it's Ogeron, tough because. Because I don't know that – I mean, LS, the problem is, like, Georgia, Alabama, LSU, they look like freight trains, but they hadn't played anybody. So it's like, okay, right. they look like freight trains until they don't. And it's like, I don't know, man. I, I want to fade all these freight trains this week, LSU, Bama, and Georgia. I actually lean the other way on all of them. Actually, yeah, LSU is kind of a no play for me, but – so know. the game of the year line was four and a half, and now mm-hmm. we're we're almost increasing that by ten points. And it's like if you would have told me Florida was going into this undefeated, um, I'd say okay, yeah, the game of the year line is going to be right around the same. But man, that is a huge adjustment. I will say this is a revenge game for LSU and Ed Ogeron. He's nine and three ATS in revenge games um, historically, so he may be looking to lay it on here. Um, although I just don't know if they're going to be able to do it against a, a stout team like this. So I'd rather sit back and watch. Um, let's mm-hmm. go ahead and cross that. Let's go ahead and give us the next one. The Red River. What is it? The Red River Shootout. Uh, showdown, right? Showdown. No, rivalry. Showdown. No, rivalry. No, you're not allowed to say rivalry anymore, I don't think, either. What? So which is it? Rivalry, showdown, shootout, or showdown? I think it's the showdown. Matchup? The match. <laughs> the match. <laughs> Who's winning the match? Is that where you're going to Texas? <laughs> okay. So go ahead and give us your analysis. Well, I- I'm seeing the sharp play being on Oklahoma, right? So yeah. that worries me a little bit about my Longhorns. So I, I Texas – they had a right for their defense to be bad versus West Virginia. I, I can't hold that against them 
because they were saving it for Oklahoma the next week. I, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't, I would feel dirty laying 10 and a half. It just, it doesn't feel right in a rivalry game. That's a lot of points. I mean, Texas is a simple team, people. You take them when they're these big dogs, right? But I don't know. The sharp money worries me. And yet, at the same time, I feel like last year was the same narrative. Like, the line last year was seven and a half, right? And all I heard was sharp money's on Oklahoma laying seven and a half. And it was the same, same story over and over, like, Texas won outright, but it was a close game either way. So I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand why this is going to be any different this year. Talk me off of well, Texas. I think the narrative was kind of the same, but what wasn't that? Wasn't their defensive coordinator fired right before because Oklahoma's defense was so so bad? Um, it was either right before or right after the game. I can't remember, but. Um, this Oklahoma defense, I think that they're good. But, again, it's kind of the same Ish. situation with Wisconsin and LSU. They haven't they really play? played. They haven't. But Texas, they've gotten carved up versus everybody they've played. La Tech moved the ball on them. LSU obviously moved the ball on them. West Virginia was spinning it on them. I mean, Texas' defense we know as a fact is pitiful. Oklahoma, there is a chance that their defense could be good and special. And the thing that I hate about this, the the Herman as a dog, Texas as a dog, that has become such a square narrative. And then the take the dog and the Red River rivalry has become such a square narrative. They're getting almost 70% of the bets right now. That is insane. Mm. So I think it's time that this trend gets reversed, gets flipped on its head. Is this um, a play for you? I, I would love to play Oklahoma. I actually do. <laughs> I, I think that. I've watched a lot of Texas, but I'm fine sitting it out. I mean, I, I, it is ten and a half is a little strong. I would have preferred closer to a touchdown, but the game of the year on this one is minus three. Uh, Rufus Peabody makes it fourteen and a half, so he sees a little value in, in Oklahoma as well. Wow. And some key plus makes it twelve and a half, uh, but Jeff Sagarin makes it eight and a half, and that's kind of where I thought it was going to be, and I think where you thought it was going to be too. So yeah, I. The only thing is, I mean, even if Texas's defense does get carved up, Sam Ellinger, he's special, man. He's just, so special. The, I, I don't agree. Like, I could see Oklahoma being up 14 in the fourth, and the back door worries the crap out of me with, yeah. with Ellinger. Oh, yeah. It just sure. smells, smells back door. I mean, it's not going to be a blowout. It's going to be a sweat if we take either side, I feel like. I'd rather sit this one out, frankly. Okay, well, let's do that. I'm sitting it out as well. I mean, well. I'm willing to sit that one out, and yet it's like Nevada, San Jose State's like, give me the Wolfpack, baby. Give me the Wolfpack. Oh. Okay, let's, let's, get back into, let's get back into this other place. So we need one more play. Um, do you want me to give you another one? I've, I've, got a, I've got a couple more I'd like to talk about. Yeah, because I'm running pretty dry here at this point. Okay, I want to see what you think about Louisville. Um, hmm. I really like what Satterfield's doing. Um, we all thought this was going to be a much longer turnaround project because of how bad Louisville was last year. But, man, he's, he's doing some good things. Good, great, good offense, excellent coaching. 
uh, and I still think that the line value is with Louisville because I think that some of the disrespect from last year is carrying over. Um, I will say Louisville's defense is very shaky. So uh, they gave up 35 mm-hmm. and 39 their last two games, which I don't like. But their offense, they put up 664 yards on Boston College, um, whereas Wake Forest, when they played Boston College, they were outgained by 100 yards. So, and they were also that uh, Utah State put up 596 on them. So Wake Forest, is, they're a good team, but their defense is shaky as well. Um, again, this, this goes with the fade, the team in the top 25, their first week in the top 25 narrative, um, which Wake Forest is. They're getting 81% of the bets, and we're getting reverse line Ooh. movement. Oh, line opened up, I love that. Line opened up nine. Wake Forest is getting 81% of the bets, and now it sits at six and a half, which is what we would be getting. So, yeah, I, I, um, I, I, I kind of lean to them. So uh, Satterfield is 17-5-1. and one. ATS is a dog. That's a, just a crazy number right there. So I don't know. I could I could be talked into play. That was a lean, but if you like it, I think yeah. that could maybe play, potential play. Man, you, I mean, you kind of had me at reverse line movement right there. <laughs> Oof. Tom Cruise, Renee Zellweger, reverse line. You had me at reverse line movement. Wasn't that the line that he said to her? No. Yeah, I think it was something like that. He had her at hello. Okay. Well, the, no, you know, you kind of talked me into that one. I, I was thinking, like, I still think the, like, the nameplate. The only thing I worried about this was both the record and the nameplate. So those are two factors that go into this. With, But you, didn't you say Wake Forest is getting, like, a crazy amount of bets right here? 81%. Really? That's so nuts. the name. All right. So the nameplate doesn't really come to it. The record is so. That's wild. Yeah, the the record thing works works in our favor because Wake Forest mm-hmm. is kind of a suspicious five and zero here. So, uh, you talked me into this one actually with Louisville. I was down on Louisville at the beginning of the season, but Satterfield, man, he's he's no joke. Uh, they are beg- begging you to take Wake Forest and lay less than a touchdown here. Yeah, so maybe we sprinkle a little on the Louisville money line. I, I could roll with this one. Let's put that in the yes seventh play column. Good. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and run down a few more that I want to talk about. Houston, I kind maybe. of like um, – again, I had a lot of cross-outs. So Tulsa Navy – Crossed off Navy, their emotional win. Mm-hmm. And Tulsa, they had an emotional loss. Emotional loss, week. yeah. Okay. So I want to pass on that one. Uh, What's Nebraska. Oh. Let's talk about Nebraska. They're mm. getting seven and a half points. No, Nebraska's been pitiful. Um, we may have a backup quarterback situation in this game, which I think would be a good thing for Nebraska because Martinez, although yeah. he's really talented, he, he struggled this year. Um, and I still don't think a whole lot of Minnesota. So I've got more things to talk about in this game, but I don't know if you want to go into it further. Well, so it sounds like you're leaning Nebraska after they burned us twice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was too. I, oh. You know what's it's, crazy, it's though? They're getting those... seven quarters of the best. Oh, man. So the, wait. That's too much as a dog. So they're a public road dog again. 
Yeah, so we can't do that. Right? All right, let's cross it off. I'd rather not. Let's just. I'd rather not. Okay. I'd rather take Louisville. So the next game, West Virginia, what? I think might be kind of frisky versus yeah, Iowa State. True. I mean, they hung in there with Texas. Uh, they've been plagued by turnovers, but Iowa State's defense has, does not cause a lot of turnovers, so we might have some positive regression. And um, their defense is okay. I mean, they allow 58% completion percentage of opposing quarterbacks. I don't know, though. I kind of probably a too high variance of game is for me as well. So I, West Virginia may have put all they had in the Texas game. And now, mm. what do you think? Um, I, I I actually was I that was another one on my plate. Oh, West Virginia. Um, but that's uh, tough. West Virginia. This is their second home game in a row. Iowa State looked a little too good. I don't mind fading the team that looked a little too good the week before, and Iowa State certainly did. Um, West Virginia is certainly in a desperation spot. I like taking the team in the desperation spot. Um, so there's no way I we can there's no way I can convince you to lay fourteen and a half with Bandy, right? Oh no, definitely. Not. <laughs> okay. Why? We won't do that. <laughs> I know. I back UNLV the whole season, and it's like. Uh, Tennessee, I've seen some sharp movement on them. Um, that was a tough one I was having to feel on. Uh, Tennessee put a lot into that Georgia game, but um, yeah. my biggest thing is Tennessee is definitely in kitchen sink, throw everything you got at it, desperation mode. I mean, they are. They are in a figure out, I mean, throw every trick play. So just real quick on this game, I'm going to hit this one real quick. The A&M game versus Alabama, I hate this is not a night game, and that's why I don't want to play it anymore. But my angle on the Aggies, and you and I might have a board bet on this, I still like the Aggies in that this is an absolute throw every trick play, every gimmick, everything that you have at Alabama. They are going to – run fake field goals, fake punts, fake sneaks, every trick play gimmick, I guarantee you in this game. Count the number of trick plays they have in this game. They are all coming out because they are in the, we have lost two games, we are only playing spoiler now, and we're at home, and this is the time where I need to impress the boosters. I'm going to run all the gimmick trick plays. That's why I love the Aggies. We'll have a board bet. You're on Alabama. Yeah, he's been so conservative this year. I've, I've hated it. And, you know, Mond has, has regressed a little bit, which doesn't make sense. I, I'm starting to think he's not a very good coach. So, <laughs> No, he's not. Anyways, okay. uh, Boise State-Hawaii, I went back and forth on this yeah. game. I'm, I'm, now, I'm now leaning Boise, Boise. State, but I'd rather, I'd rather not play it probably. No. Um, let's see. What else is there? Oh, here's we what didn't about- talk about the other system. What about – oh, maybe they're not in – is Washington in the top 25? Or are they, they are not. Out? It is not officially a system play, but I'm kind of with you on Arizona. It, I, I don't know. How do you get a read on what Washington's going to do? I mean, I mean seriously. Yeah. We backed them all year well, to blow could. off these teams, and then it's like, yeah. oh, let's fade them. Like less than a touchdown. It's tough, but when you kind of look at it, I mean, the teams that they've blown out – not been very good so they blew out Hawaii 
but they almost let Hawaii cover that with the back door. They blew out BYU. And BYU, man, I, I was shocked when I saw this. They're the number 83 team in S&P Plus right now. Um, and other than that, they've kind of farted around and got lucky to cover some other games. Lucky to cover against USC. Um, I forget who, other, who else they covered against. But anyways, Arizona, they had that one toast up at week zero. But since then, they've been rocking and rolling. And now we've got a healthy Khalil Tate. The only thing I don't like is the number, man. I mean, this opened nine and a half, and now we're getting six and a half. The line's at six now, so I think it's just going to keep going down. Washington's been terrible. Washington's one and six ATS, their last seven road games in the Pac-12 as a favorite. And, man, I don't know. There's something wrong with them. They're not dynamic on offense. The defense isn't as great as they usually are, and I'm starting to question Peterson as a coach as well. <laughs> I mean, he may, I'm thinking maybe he's a little overrated. Oh, man. I I don't know. I I don't love it. Someone okay, with a short fine. line. Man, we, we've almost kind of gotten it sewed up. Like, I don't see us diverting from these seven plays that we have. We have seven, right? Uh, yeah, I, we do have seven. Yeah, so just Rapid fire. I mean, I kind of like, like I said, I kind of like Tennessee. I kind of like San Diego State. Um, yeah, t- talk to me about San Diego State because they are just outside of my across the box because they're number seventy-six. But Wyoming's number eighty-five. But I kind of am with you. I think San Diego State is a good play here. Yeah, I feel like Wyoming number one. They're a public road dog. Um, love that. Um, and. <laughs> Outside of Laramie, they're they are Jekyll and Hyde uh, when they play in Laramie and when they're not in Laramie. It, it's kind of fluky. So um, San Diego State coming off a of bye week, I believe you can check me out that, but I believe they're coming off a of bye week. So um, this line is suspiciously kind of in favor of San Diego State, but I just think that Wyoming is a is a complete Jekyll and Hyde team outside of Laramie. And coming off of a bye week, I have no problem laying the points here. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a tough I one. I think you're right. They've got a, San Diego State has an awesome defense too. So uh, they are not coming off a of bye week. They beat Colorado State twenty four to ten in Colorado State last week. Hmm. Um, I don't know if Wyoming fifty one percent of the bets on San Diego State, but 74% of the money is on San Diego State. Oh, so Wyoming is coming off a of bye week, actually. Hmm. So, and the last time people saw Wyoming, they were blowing out UNLV. Should have been on our card. We did not end up putting Wyoming on the card for that, that week. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to star this one. We have our seven plays, but... If, out of all these others, this would be the one I would consider. It is breaking my rule. But you know, we, we did not get Ole Miss and Mizzou on the card. I'm, I'm a little disappointed. Oh, yeah. Well, but Bryant is playing now. So that And, and uh, they lost their starting linebacker, their stud, captain hmm. on defense. So that actually made – both of those things made me like that play less because once the, it was announced Bryant was starting, the line jumped three points. And I'm like, man, I would have rather had the backup and only lay in, you know, seven and a half. <laughs> but anyways, 
Um, okay, well, I guess that's going to be it. I mean, so Magoo, our plays, as of now, okay. uh, we have Louisville on the road at Wake Forest, okay. plus six and a half. All right. We've got Temple, Temple home dog, getting five and a half Ooh. points versus Memphis. Okay. We've got Utah on the road laying 13 and a half versus Oregon State. Mm-hmm. We've got South Carolina Ooh, on the road at Georgia getting 24 and a half points. We've got Michigan State on the road at Wisconsin getting 10 and a half points. And we've got Clemson, your boys at home, Wait. laying 26 Whoa. and a half points Whoa. versus Florida State. What? Wait, Clemson in there? We do. That's one of the seven, buddy. Oh, my And then we have gracious. Iowa getting three and a half versus Penn State. Hey, if you want to do San Diego State instead of Clemson, well, uh, um, all right. I, I almost like LSU better than Clemson. Oh, I can't do LSU. You can't do LSU? Okay. You well, can't. I don't know. We, all right. Let me we think about it. Look, okay. So, at least, you know, okay. So, going into tomorrow, we'll have a final plays pod. Um, an added five minutes when I'll hit you with my uh, I'll hit you with my note and just know that right now Clemson is our seventh play and we may need to do some more research on on subbing out our our seventh play. Okay, well I thought so. Louisville is not our seventh play. Louisville is our sixth play, I guess. Oh man, um, Clemson's got to be our seventh play, right? Hey, I'm depending on you for it, man. I, I think That's this tough. is that to me. This is me. It's suspiciously high, but it I kind of like that. You know? I, I do feel like the sharps are on Clemson in this game. Like every square is going to be hitting this Florida State line, right? Clemson won by yeah. one point, and they might have lost the game outright versus North Carolina. Why would you not just take the points here, right? It's too obvious. It's too easy. I get it. I totally yep. get it. And yet, it's 26 and a half points. It's crazy. And I wish Hornybrook were playing well, and be give a little more clarity, but he's not. It's, oh, I don't know what to do with this. We Holy told God. ourselves we would, not, we would not get scared by these big numbers. So, mm-hmm. just remember that. Oh, my <clears throat> Okay. And, and yet, I like Well, let's Tennessee. wrap it up for now. All right. Yeah. No, no, Tennessee. That's <laughs> too much variance. All right. Um, I really think the only other one is San Diego State. Um, mm. I think that's – all these others, there's just too many warts. And I still need to look into San Diego State. I kind of like Cincinnati a little bit. Really? Um, yeah, I think Houston, this is their game. They're going to come back down to earth uh, after rallying around the backup quarterback the week before. And Cincy, again, it's Cincy is going to be their toughest defense by far that they've faced. And I just think it's going to be a huge shock to their system. The only thing I worry is Cincinnati, they had they beat UCF uh, last week, so are they going to have a letdown spot here? But anyways, that's, right. that's another And you one. had no feel on Arizona State, Washington State. Well, dude. Oh, no. Oh, I, whoa, I totally forgot about it. I love Washington State. Really? Oh, <laughs> coming yeah. off a bye. Oh, baby. However, however, so the thing that scares me is that you know, I loved Washington State on the road at Utah, and that was a good defense. And Arizona's defense, we think, is good too. However, again, they have not been tested with good offenses. In fact, I can't believe we didn't talk about this. The only good offense that Arizona State played was Colorado. And I watched that a lot of that game, and Colorado was moving the ball up and down at will. It was so frustrating because I was like, what the heck? I thought this defense was supposed to be good. So – 
I they're both off a bye. Washington State's defensive coordinator resigned uh, oh. over the bye week, and he gave up 105 points oh, the last okay. two games. So I guess that makes a lot of sense. Um, so I think that's a good thing. I mean, their defense could only improve from here. They're off back-to-back embarrassing losses. Um, I don't know. I, I think Arizona State's defensive strength is their run D, but I think Washington State, they've got that excellent pass offense, so they could exploit them a little bit here. Um, and I don't know. I don't I don't trust Arizona State's offense. They look pretty shaky. They've got, you know, that, that young freshman quarterback. He can do some things every now and then, but consistently against Washington State, I'm not so sure. So the only thing I don't like is that historically – Leach has been really bad off of a bye week because hmm. actually gets his offense out of rhythm. And then they got to kind of reacclimate and get, get back in the swing of things again. So I don't know. And I'm kind of yeah. talking myself off of this. Money's moving, <laughs> money is moving towards uh, Arizona State right there. That's a, We may need to talk some more offline. We may, uh, I don't know, man, we may have to throw West Virginia in there, possibly. So. Ooh, I don't know. Man, that's a whole. And we piece. don't have Texas Tech in there, correct? What is, does Brock Tober count as a freight train? <laughs> oh man! Oh, no, we don't have Texas. I don't know. That's I don't so, know. Yeah, I, we, you, we have, you know how much I love fading the team that looked a little too good the week before. So we live. We like to so our, our line again. We, I'll just go quick. We have Louisville. Temple, Utah, mm-hmm. South Carolina, mm-hmm. Michigan State, Clemson, and Iowa. That's our seven. Ooh, that is a lot of dogs. That is a lot of dogs. But that it, it might be time. It might be mid-October. Smells a little doggish. I mean, Vegas makes their money back here, right? Right? The books are due, yeah. Just probably not with the ones that were Yeah, I thought we had another... <laughs> favorite in there but no you didn't like Nevada you didn't like Notre Dame Clemson if we we come out look flat oh I just I don't know if I can handle it I don't know if I can handle it Mm. all right we'll talk more we'll come back with final plays after commercial break okay all squares and if you're sharp Good luck this week. We're back from commercial break. The Magoo and Baru sharpening the squares podcast with final plays. This is Magoo speaking right now in place of uh, my lovely co-host who cannot make it. So I'm going to be master potting the final plays. And here are the final plays as I pull them up for uh, the week. So these are shipped right now. We have, we discussed these at length in our first segment. The Temple Owls, that line's down to four and a half. We caught them at five and a half at home uh, versus Memphis. We love that, that uh, system play. The Utah Utes are laying 13 and a half at Oregon State. That's another line we got because um, it's through the key number. It's 14 and a half now. We have the South Carolina Gamecocks. That number's down to 23. We get them at plus 24 and a half. This is an early game. Uh, Georgia came off the late night game. They're on a shorter week, short-ish week. Uh, South Carolina is coming off a bye. We think that Georgia just can't afford to keep putting the gas pedal down all these weeks. They'll probably keep it pretty vanilla here. 
and the Gamecocks kind of, uh, they have everything to play for an upset because their season's pretty much done. So they're going to try to play spoiler. We like the Gamecocks. I don't like the Gamecocks, but I like them as a football team to cover this spread because I'm a Clemson homer. But we have Sparty. We are going back to the well on the Spartans catching 10.5 at Wisconsin. Uh, this is a game that, uh, yeah, we're just banking on this game being really ugly. It's supposed to be windy. Just a really slugfest. Uh, the under is probably a good play. I think it's like 40. So when the under is 40 and you're getting 10.5 points, hey, can you, can you just put a touchdown or two up on the board? Michigan State will feel good about you covering. LSU. This was a, I forgot to tease this as our last play, but this was a surprise one that we threw in, actually. Uh, this is a fade of Florida. They just came off a kind of rock fight with Auburn. It is really tough to get up for a second game, uh, second tough SEC game versus a top 10 team on the road. Uh, LSU has a revenge spot here. They had a walk through the week before while Florida was getting beat up. Florida acted like they won the Super Bowl after beating Auburn. All these things are just not good. I wish we were getting it at a little shorter number, but we're still okay laying 13 and a half. We've seen some sharps play LSU in this case. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if LSU's pass offense is for real versus that Florida D. We have Iowa plus three and a half. This one wasn't too t- difficult for us. It's the night electric game. Uh, we're not really sure about either of these teams. They haven't looked impressive versus decent teams, and they've only blown out uh, cupcakes. So both of them are are really sort of in that area of we don't know much about them until this game on which one is legit. So we'll just grab the points here. This line's down to three. We're getting them at three and a half. Uh, we like the night electric game. Iowa always seems to play, get up for, you know, at least one opponent and just, just go all out. So we'll... Uh, We'll see about that one. Finally, uh, boy, this one, I, uh, you're not going to believe this, listener, but um, I got executive decisioned by Baru. I said no on this play, that I didn't love it, and I didn't think, I thought there were better games to choose from. So you heard it here first. I liked Texas Tech. I liked Boise State. I liked Arizona. I liked uh, Texas A&M. And he executive decisioned me and threw Clemson, laying 26 and a half. My Tigers over the Florida State Seminoles at home. I think this is a lot of points for a team that we don't know if they've solved the, uh, the passing game yet. I will say in, in Baru's defense, we do come out guns blazing when we have a near loss or a... Uh, or a complete loss, the next game we come out and just beat up the team, kick the crap out of them, cover the spread. Uh, it's usually a lock. Uh, I'll also say that Dabo is pissed off, and that's probably not good for the Florida State Seminoles. Having said all that, Florida State is not exactly the same team it was last year, the really bad team that got beat 59-10. to I think they'll definitely get up for this game and... If they figure out that they just run Cam Akers up the middle and our run D up the middle is is okay, but it's not the strength of our defense. The strength of our defense is we get up 
in the score and you're having to drop back to pass and we can just blitz and play coverage and really confuse you with our blitzes. And if they just run the ball up with Cam Akers and keep our offense off the field, this could be low scoring and a tighter game than 26 and a half. So if I were you and Baru made this a lock for himself, I would, you know, empty your 401k, grab a second mortgage on your house, put it all on FSU plus 26. But those are the seven plays We will remind you to gamble responsibly, but also, at the same time, you can't lose what you don't put in the middle, but you can't win much either. That is right. Win, 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 win. That is what we did for the most part. Then we lost on two Big Twelve off Big Ten offenses, Magoo. This is the Sharpening the Square podcast. I am on the other line with me is Magoo. Magoo, I think we got this uh, audio difficulty thing figured out. Are, are we good now or what? Listen, bro, you're either with me or you're against me, okay? So... figure that out (laughs) (laughs) well i don't know what's going on but magoo um we went five and two this is the sharpening the squirt podcast we uh each week we have two podcasts this is our week in review and guessing the line show where Mm -hmm. we commiserate our picks that were and uh then we guess yeah and then we guess the lines for the top 25 and actually this is going to be a tiebreaker week we are um, tied up we are uh, as far as guessing the lines go but let's go ahead and get into the picks and I think we always start off with the negative Magoo we picked uh, two very very bad Big Ten offenses and I think it's just as simple as that like what the heck were we thinking we had Sparty on the road versus Wisconsin that was probably our worst pick of the year maybe and then we had Iowa at home versus Penn State and you know we were a, a two-point Failed two-point conversion away from covering, but at the end of the day, probably shouldn't have made our card. It was just too too much variance there. So, any other thoughts? Well, uh, how do you uh, how would you say we're doing in the Big Ten this year? Capping Big Ten, taking oh, I would say it's if, like hot garbage. That's how we're doing. <laughs> Flaming dumpster fire. <laughs> Remember that time we picked Nebraska plus seventeen and a half versus Ohio State. Remember that time we yes. laid eighteen and a half versus Northwestern. Remember that time we took Iowa plus three and a half versus Penn State? Remember that time we took Michigan State plus ten and a half versus uh, Wisconsin? Remember that time we laid whatever many points with Michigan versus Army? Remember that time we just keep continually, continually, continually. Michigan State versus uh, Arizona State? We had Nebraska on the road road at Colorado. Even our one win, Michigan versus was like a, a freaking nail biter the whole game. I mean, so, oh my gosh! It's what I heard from you is we're one and eight in the Big Ten this year. Is that uh, correct? I mean, at, at best, I would say I, I can't think of a winner. 
Oh my god. So literally if we had avoided the Big Ten, we'd be winning this contest, right? Well, we we only bet on good conferences, so I don't know why we're betting on this uh this what is fairly powerful conference. I mean it's uh... they're uh, I mean, it's like Conference USA and Big Ten are pretty much on the same level at this point, I think. Man, it is feast or famine over there. Oh, my goodness. We are literally but, 26 and 16. or Yeah, 26 and 16. And what, eight of our losses are Big Ten dogs and Big Ten just terrible plays? What the hell is wrong with us? I forgot Illinois on the road at uh, Minnesota. That was oh, my one. God. <laughs> what is wrong with us? <laughs> Man, are we wow, dude? We might be shaken right now, dude. So we've lost what twelve games on the season, and probably eighty percent of those have come in Big Twelve, Big Ten games. It's crazy, man. We that is nuts. I, I, capping the Big Ten. So I think we're just like shook of like. I think we think like, all right, this will be a grinded out, you know, whatever dog fight game, low scoring, and because I think I think ninety percent of our Big Ten bets have been. Um, you know the dogs, but yeah. what are we? We're, we're idiots. Like I don't know how we didn't say, "Hey, by the way, we took two Big Ten dogs um, against the spread. We should probably limit it to just one." You know, we took Iowa and Michigan State, two inept offenses, and we should probably just limit it to one. And uh, lo and behold, we took two, and those were our only two losses in a week with yeah. that we really felt like we capped well. And we should have gone seven and zero. Oh, yeah, we a suck. lot of our leans hit. suck. A lot of our leans hit this week, and and yeah. So Big Ten aside, I think what our problem is. I was looking back. Uh, uh, according to the SP Plus, Sparty they were had the fifty sixth ranked offense, which seems good on paper. I mean, that's that's no, in the top half. They're not, but they were in, against the number four D in the nation, and now they're ranked the number two D after that performance. Iowa was the number 55 offense, and Penn State's defense was number 16. Now they're ranked number 10. But, you know, it's okay to back a team with a, you know, kind of mid-level offense, but not against one of these top 20 defenses. It's just, yeah, you know, the, the disparities. I mean, the top 20 defense is going to shut down a, a mid-level offense all day. Um, well, so yeah, we, we, we laugh about some of these, like, kind of, crap games that are just kind of like on the off card uh but at the same time like the reason that you cap those off card games the nevadas versus um freaking uh i don't remember who they played <laughs> Some uh, terrible San Jose. San Jose. San Jose. San Jose. the reason that you cap tennessee versus mississippi state the reason that you cap nevada versus san jose state uh, just all these teams is t- Texas Tech versus Baylor is because, like, you don't want to bet the big game where they're going against a decent team where you're taking points versus a really good team. Penn State's a really good team. Uh, Wisconsin is a really good team, and sometimes it's best just to stay out of the way and cap the lesser card. So bad job yeah. by us. Oh yeah, and we broke a rule that Wisconsin, you know. That was the one game I feel really bad about because yeah. there were signs there. Like I even said, is Wisconsin going against our freight train theory? And it turns out it was, but I guess we just weren't believers. And um, oh well, say la vie. Um, you know, most of our leans did hit, but we did have a few that we could have ended up on that would have been losses yeah. as well. But well, either way, you know, 
I mean, Go five ahead. and two, we're, we're in it. That's what we need to average the rest of the year to probably cash in this contest. So, um, so you know, the lesson, 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 lesson learned from this week, we, we probably need to kind of rank our leans because um, we all kind of had the same like feelings with our leans, but I, I actually did feel, I know you laughed, but I, I, I did feel very strongly about Tennessee and I should have ranked that as, Hey, this is my number one lean. I know you poo pooed it. But I felt like they're in desperation mode. Um, what, it's it's not so much a backing. Sometimes the capping a, a week is not so much a backing of a team, but rather a fade of a team that's really not proven anything. Like you know, well, the best teams- ones when you can you can combine you can combine a fade and a reason to back the team, and and you could you could probably have talked me into Tennessee. I mean, I I lean that way too. I, that was the only way I was going to bet that game. But I needed more reasoning yeah. than other. Just well, you know. I mean, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Like we looked at Michigan State, and we were just kind of like, oh yeah, you know, it's gonna be a slugfest, low scoring game. But at the end of the day, like you just can't take an inept offense like that versus a you know capable team. You're better. You're better off betting the quote unquote off card. Which sometimes I love those off card leans. You know, just the 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 terrible teams that none of our con- competitors are betting, <laughs> you know, like yeah, nobody's, betting, yeah. nobody's betting Nevada, San Jose state, you know, it's like crazy. For the offenses that struggle, the window of opportunity is so small. Like they have to get out. To- um, I mean, if the other team jumps out to a two score lead, it's done game over. And that's, that's what happened in that, that game for sure. But, but you know, our other bets, we, we really had some, some good, uh, some good selections, some good capping. The only we did get a little lucky. We got a little lucky with LSU, I think. Um, we got really lucky there. I, I didn't yeah. get a chance. That was a sweat. And then I wouldn't consider the Tennessee okay. game. I mean, sorry, the Temple game lucky, but that ended up being a little bit of a sweat for us. But hey, yeah, let's, uh, I, not on the negative. Not. How Utah? That was our easiest win of the season. Yeah, that that was one we we didn't even hesitate. Um, uh, just the seemed like a short line. You know, I love my Utah Utes this year, and uh, yeah. yeah, I think Oregon State was a little bit overrated, and that was an easy win. Your Clemson Tigers, by the way, um, that I didn't love. So we thought that was an easy win, and then I texted you. I was like, "Hey, by the way, Florida State's first team offense is driving against our four string defense for the backdoor cover, the triple backdoor <laughs> cover." Literally, it was a triple backdoor cover that Florida State was driving. The game was forty-five to like seven. The game, the game was forty-two to nothing. It became forty-five to seven, and then it became forty-five to fourteen. And then Florida State's got the ball with two minutes and fifty seconds left to literally backdoor us. But Clemson four-string D held strong. I mean, yeah, that would have been slightly uh, aggravating, I think, if that backdoor cover ended up happening. Yeah, you, you, definitely, you definitely locked that in as a win once we got out, like, 28-0. It's like, oh, yeah, we're good. Uh, but, you know, I kept that game perfectly. I was like, the backdoor is wide open. Uh, we'll pull our we, – we pulled our starters with 10 minutes – over 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter in that game, but – 
Good job by you, executive decisioning, but I don't know. It's like... <laughs> so wait, are you still shook, or are you, you officially not shook anymore on your, your Clemson Bearcats? No, I'm, I'm, I'm shook on the Bearcats, for sure. They still are. That was... I mean, when, when you pull the starters with over 10 minutes left in the third, it's like, how can you back this team to lay that many points, right? We, we pulled on our starters that early. We may... We have another opportunity to back him this week, Magoo, against a team that is a little fat and sassy after getting a, a W against the team. So um, We'll talk about uh, that one. Any other games you want to talk about before we go into the Guessing the Line segment? No, I think the only lesson learned from, from the 5-2 and two week is, is we, we need to, to kind of <laughs> – I, I think first and foremost – um, the Big Ten has us shook, right? So they've yeah. just absolutely destroyed us this year, and we need to be really careful betting them. And number two, I think kind of ranking our leans, like I didn't make it clear how much I liked some of the leans. Like you thought I was joking with Texas Tech, and I actually wasn't kidding with either Tennessee or Texas Tech. I know they were kind of cute, but um, there was definitely a reason for, for to fade um, their opponents, not so much back the, the, the teams, but fade their opponents. But I don't know. Say la vie. We, I don't know who we would have subbed. Um, I was yeah, close. I, I, I think we, we could have maybe subbed out Sparty, but I, I'm not sure we would have gotten to the point of subbing out Iowa. And that's probably on me because I, I really – I mean, there were just so many reasons to love, love Iowa. Me. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, well, it was, everything was – the reasons to not love Iowa was, have they proven anything yet? Not really. I mean, the, the Iowa team of old would have covered this spread, but we don't really know anything because they haven't done anything versus any opponent of, you know, of namesake. And uh, I don't know. When I looked at the line, I was like, well, this is pretty much a, you know, it's so close to a pick em, You're basically just picking which team will win. Um I don't know. It's it's a really good D. Penn, Penn State's D is legitimately good. Freaking Stanley is a statue back there. there yeah, was that just, was rough. I don't know. At the end of the day, it was like I was probably the right side, but there were other games on the card that yeah. you know aren't as sexy. But you know, hey, well, yeah. The, the thing we have to remember is you know this is a contest, so not only do we have to pick the right sides, but we have to pick the games possible and at the at the end of the day i think iowa penn state we were probably on the right side i think if you play that game 10 times iowa probably covers six of them at least but you know it's it was that's more variance than we need we need stronger plays anyways let's let's go into um the week whatever matchups what is this week seven week eight i don't even know where we are week eight we're already in week eight it's crazy Ooh, we have uh, so th- there's only four more weeks of the competition, which is really crazy. We need a, we need no. to get a six and one. we got five, seven and up. five more. We got five more weeks. Are you sure? We got two I more weeks we in not- October, right? No, but and I think then- there's only ten weeks of the competition, and so we've already had six weeks. Right? Wow. That's, yeah, that's they impressive. Need to make this, they need to make this more weeks because uh, it's you know always kind of jumbled at the top here. But yeah, we need to finish strong. Six and one, seven and zero. Oh, hopefully, we'll. And Magoo, we have a lot of top twenty-five matchups, so we've we're gonna have a long card here. But 
let's go ahead and get into it. Tennessee at Alabama. What do you make that one? Mm. Tennessee's at Alabama. Wow. Alabama's going to be a 27.5 point favorite. Ooh, I'm going to get this one. I said 28.5. And, and Magoo, this one's at 35.5 points. My goodness. What? All touchdowns. That's crazy. I mean, that's These really smart, high. Man. Tennessee's going to come down. But that's all. That's wow. high, dude. That's high. a lot of points. That's crazy. Okay. Um, LSU, Vegas. LSU at Mississippi State. I mean, LSU has destroyed the books. I, I, can they make this line high enough? LSU has have, – have they covered every spread? I feel like they have. No, there was one um, – oh, shoot, I can't remember it right now. Who did they but, not yeah. cover? They covered oh. Andy. They covered Utah State. They covered uh, Florida. I think it was was did they play Southern Miss or something? Hold on. No, they've covered every spread, dude. All right, well, guess this one, and I'm gonna I'm gonna see. I feel like they didn't cover one game. But... Sorry, who's this LSU at at Mississippi LSU State? At Mississippi State. LSU at Mississippi State. I mean, good God, this has to be LSU by at Mississippi State, LSU by 23. I'm going to get this one. I said 22. Magoo, this one's at 18. I don't, I don't know what's going on here. Are they going <laughs> to just continue to lose money? Do they want to lose money? I don't get this. Mississippi State is not good. They are no. Not good. I'm gonna throw that out there. Um, okay, we've got your Clemson Bearcats. They're going on the road against Louisville Cardinals. Oh, oh boy. Uh, yeah, Clemson coming through with the uh, bounce back. Dabo pissed off. Yeah, all the signs were there, and yet Florida State was right there, ready to backdoor cover. Clemson is going to be favored on the road at Louisville by. Well, I. Uh, 25 and a half. Um, I'm going to get this one too, Magoo. What? I said. Oh, my God. And it opened up at 22. And that's where oh. it stays currently. Wow. Okay. Um, Interesting. Okay, we, we've got Ohio State on the road. Tight. On the road at your Northwestern, um, what are they? The Minutemen or something? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Wildcat. Wildcat, Magoo. Wildcat. Uh, Ohio State's playing at Northwestern. I mean, yeah. how can they make this line high enough? I can't believe that Mississippi State line is so low. This oh. line is probably going to be too low, but Ohio State at Northwestern. I mean, if Ohio State's less than 26, I'll be incredibly surprised. I'll say Ohio State by 27. Okay, you are going to get this. Magoo, it opened up at 25 and a half. And it got bet up to 28 immediately, and that's where it stands. But uh, yeah. yeah, that's a 
about right. I mean, probably should be higher, to be honest. We saw what Ohio yeah. State did to Indiana on the road, and I don't really rate Northwestern much better than them. Um, oh, no. West Virginia at OU. These games are kind of crap this week. <laughs> they get a little better at the end. Uh, West Virginia at OU. Oh, man, another boat race. Um, we oh, could have lost that. We could have lost West another Virginia. Another twenty point spread. OU is probably going to be favored in this game by. Uh, I think I think I'm probably high, but I'll, I'll say OU by. Uh, twenty two and a half. Oh, you're uh quite low there, actually, Magoo. I said twenty seven. And it opened up 33 and a half, and it hasn't moved, buddy. That is a big ass spread. Oh, no, 33 respect for West Virginia. With no respect for West Virginia. That was okay. the same spread as Kansas. I have to think West Virginia is as good as Kansas, right? Well, that, was, that was spread on the road, they were on the road at Kansas. Um, so you mm. add six points, to that. yeah, that was oh, way man. off there. I thought West Virginia was respectful. Whatever. Yeah. Wisconsin at Illinois. Wisconsin at Illinois. <laughs> Freaking Wisconsin. Drown out the noise. Man, we we suck at the Big Ten. What are we doing game. in the Big Ten? You know what's going to happen? Yeah. We're going to pick these big favorites, and then they're going to end up uh, probably losing outright. No. We might be done with the Big Ten. There's so many better plays, like Nevada. Yeah, we would have lost uh, if Big if Bodog Jim was on the card with Michigan, I guarantee you he would have ended up being one of our picks and we would have lost versus Illinois. He's just screwing around and almost lost the game. No, no, he would not have been. We were talking about this week before. We were like, we got really lucky Bodog covering versus Iowa. We would not have touched him. Uh, we just the Big Ten dogs aren't worth it ever, ever. Um, Wisconsin at Illinois. Illinois. Uh, what are these games we're capping? It's ridiculous. <laughs> Wisconsin by um good God. Twenty twenty one and a half. Uh, I'm gonna get this one, Magoo. I said twenty five. Oh and it was twenty five and a half, and this one jumped up big time. This one's sitting at thirty and a half right now. Wow. That is a lot, man. I'm awful, uh, man. That is crazy. These lines are crazy. Okay, we're getting a little bit better now. Hopefully some of these big lines aren't even on the card because, honestly, they're not fun. Um, I'm beating you 5-1. to one. Um, We have Michigan at Penn State. So here we go. Here we go. Okay. Let's get to the, like, for reals games. For reals these games. Michigan at Penn State. My God, you know, we just talked about not wanting to bet the Big Ten, but oh no, it's crazy. <laughs> I, we might have to take Bodog Jim because I think Penn State is going to literally be a fool's gold, man. They're going to be a seven point favorite, and I like Bodog Jim. Well, you're going to get this, um, but it's actually eight, Magoo, and that's where it's sitting right now. So. Man, I'm going to put a star by that one. 
That's oh, that is that is that is. And what? What is I, this that's game? That's what I thought. I was like, I was like, if we get over a touchdown with Bodog at Penn State, I just. It's a nighttime game, seven thirty. But man, we saw, a, so we saw what a we saw what we saw what a good defense did to Penn State's offense. I mean, Iowa pretty much shut them down, and Michigan's defense is better. So, dude, this is gonna be just like Iowa. I'm ready to lose this game. I'm totally ready to play this and lose and be like, yep, we're just idiots again. Michigan's offense is probably about the same as Iowa's, and, you know, you just reverse. Uh, So Okay, anyways, moving on. Here's another decent game. South Carolina. Let me just say, this game kind of pisses me off because I was all set to, like, hey, I want to bet – South Carolina this week because Florida, they had to play Auburn, then they played LSU, and then they have South Carolina, and then they go and play Georgia. So this is like the ultimate sandwich spot. But they have a bye week before Georgia. So it's not like they're playing them the next week, right? Now, now that South Carolina won outright, that ruined everything. So yeah. So give us a pick. I love my Gamecocks coming through for me. We should we should get double points for for getting the money line too, but whatever. Um, really sleepy spot we called out for Georgia. There, there was just no way they could give their hundred percent versus the Gamecocks. No way with what they have on tap. Yeah, that was good on you. So, oh god, I have no idea what to do with this line. I mean. Vegas is going to make this Florida by. Oh, it can't be that short, can it? I think you're going to get this. I, I was three points off. I'll give you a little hint. Oh, so that means it's short, right? Oh. <laughs> you're not going to give me any more hints. Uh, Florida by. I mean, they still got to be favored by four and a half, right? Right? Fuller by four and a half. All right. You are going to get that, but you're off as well. I said nine and a half, and it ended up being six and a half, and now it's up okay. at seven. So, all right. You're making a little yeah. bit of a comeback. It's five to three right now. Um, Magoo, we've got huh. Kentucky at Georgia. Yeah. Kentucky by, and Georgia off a embarrassing loss. Let's circle that one with. You said six and a half is what it is? It's at seven right now. Huh. Okay. I don't know, man. Trask was dealing, man. He he can deal. LSU had no pass. Yeah. Well, LSU had no pass rush, which I starred for the Alabama matchup. Um, Just LSU getting smoked blown up their ass. But, man, if if you don't have any pass rush – what is Alabama going to do to them? But, yeah, what's the next one? The next one is uh, Kentucky off of a bye week at Georgia. <laughs> poor Kentucky. Still. Yeah, no, I know. I was going to say, well, poor, poor Florida, too, man. They they uh, they lose to LSU, and then they got to play Georgia in a couple weeks, and Georgia's pissed off, and damn. Um, poor, I mean, so what do you think? What do you think LSU's 
sidetrack. Sorry. What do you think LSU's defense is ranked in the, in the S and P Plus? This is after this after this last week. What their ranking is out of one thirty? Yes, their defense. Um, thirty nine. Yeah, that's close. It was thirty seven. So, what do you think South Carolina's defense is ranked? Thirty three. Number 15 in the nation. That is a... Uh, no kidding. I would say that is reaching stout status right there as far yeah. as defense. Anyways. South Carolina hasn't played too many, too many great opponents, but Kentucky, poor Kentucky. <laughs> Getting Georgia <laughs> off, the, off the freaking loss. I mean, can, oh, they make this, can they make this line high enough? Uh, we'll Georgia, see. George is hosting them, right? By the way, I nailed this one, Magoo. So you better really? be on your game. Yep. George is hosting them. George is hosting. Georgia by, I think I'm high, but 28 and a half. Oh, you were close. I said 27, and that's where it opened. And actually, Magoo, the line moved down. It's a 25 right now. Wow. Yep. I like Georgia. I like Georgia. I kind of do. It keeps moving that way. Um, although I like Georgia. That's kind of scary. They're a little stinky. No. But they Kentucky's, were run defense, Kentucky's run defense is not very good. We saw in that Mississippi State game, they really exploited them. But um, anyways, okay. Auburn on the road at Arkansas. These games kind of suck, man. <laughs> a lot of disparity. Uh, man, I I think I'm gonna be lo- I think I'm going to be low on this game on this line, but I'm gonna say Auburn by only nineteen and a half. Auburn by nineteen and a half. I am gonna get this. I said seventeen and a half, and it opened up at sixteen and a half, and actually wow. it moved up. It moved up to 17 and a half. That's where it stands right now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's that's interesting. That's <laughs> but wild. Auburn really hasn't deserved. I mean, Arkansas is pretty dang bad, but our Auburn probably yeah. hasn't earned a, lay- a huge number on the road uh, yet. Yeah, that's a good point. That was that's that's a yeah, okay. Let's go. This one is Oregon. We're the Pac 12. We do pretty well there. Oregon and Washington. So I'm really glad we did take Arizona plus six in the contest. Yep. And we, Washington we, State, that was a close one. I mean, yeah, this this whole leech thing about him, about his the air raid not being in rhythm after a bye week is a legit thing. Like we yep. avoided some pitfalls there. Actually, I'm actually kind of pissed we didn't take Washington with you know. They're so much more talented than Arizona, but sorry, this is this is Washington versus who? Oregon is on the road at Washington. This is a good game. Wow, I like this one. Pac-12 coming to play. Oregon and off of rest, a day extra rest, right? Wow. Um, Oregon, I actually think is going to be favored on the road. By a whole, oh, 
Man, I, I think I'm short, but I'm going to say four and a half. I nailed this one, Magoo. I said three and a half. That is where it opens, but it moved down to two and a half right now, and that's where it's sitting. Mm. Um, lots of respect for Washington. Yeah, wow. I'm I'm surprised at that. I I think they've kind of owned I them kinda, recently. I, yeah, but I don't know, man. I I kind of disagree with that one. Okay, I'll put a star I'm, by it. I'm, I'm well. I mean, I mean, you're thinking Washington. I, I I'm just I, right now. My initial thought is I kind of disagree with that. But yeah, let's keep moving. Okay, next game we have. Okay, you're gonna get this. I was five and a half points off, so let's let's get you back in the game here. <laughs> We've got Arizona State at Utah. Arizona State at Utah. Oof. I mean, Utah is going to be favored by. You were five and a half points on this. Yeah, let's see if we're on the same thinking here. Yeah, I was I was way off. Okay, that that's crazy. I, oh, you got me rattled now. I, I, Utah by seven and a half. <laughs> so I was five and a half off. You were only five points off. The line opened up at twelve and a half, Magoo, and that's where it sits. That is a lot of points. Yeah, that's a lot of points honestly however this is kind of the same thing the big 10 argument we just had arizona state their offense is very mid mid-level maybe below mm-hmm. average and utah has an excellent defense so utah may shut them out completely here so yeah this could be a i should i should have guessed higher considering utah just blew the doors off of oregon state yeah yeah i mean i i'm not i don't necessarily want to back arizona state Still, I mean, short memory, Utah lost to USC outright. I mean, <laughs> my, we have a short memory in Vegas, huh? Well, USC's got a good offense, though. We do know that. Um, okay, moving on. Boise State at BYU. Wait a minute. Something's wrong here. Hold on. Let me... Okay, go ahead and guess it, but I think I wrote down the wrong number. Oh, wait a minute. I forgot to mention something. So, the South Carolina line versus Florida – do we know if yes. uh, Holinsky is going to be playing this or what? I, I do not know that. I'll look that up while we're talking. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, frankly, Holinsky makes a huge difference. I was not really impressed with the backup of Holinsky, the third string, basically. Yeah, we, we can't. Yeah, we can't have a third. Okay, so this – no, I was not wrong. Magoo, I was 11 points off on the spread, so <laughs> – Go ahead and take Boise, Boise and who? Boise State at BYU. I was 11 points off, so go ahead and take oh, the win here. <laughs> I will. Oh, Boise, Boise at BYU. Boise at BYU. Boise, I, I think you were really high, but I think this is a short line, freakishly short line. And Boise is only going to be favored by um, three and a half. Boise State opened up as a one and a half point favorite, and I guess twelve and a half. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I was way off. Come on, come on. But 
the line is now at up at five and a half. So I think it probably settles right at six and a half. And yeah, I, I don't well, know. Not... Settle down, Brew, with the 12 and a half. Come on. I don't know. BYU lost to South Florida, dude. And Boise State blew out a dangerous yeah, Hawaii team. I know, but settle uh, down. Just, just settle down, dude. I'm starting. I like that line. All right. Um, Kansas at Texas. This one surprised me, too. I'm not going to tell you how many points I was off. Really? Kansas at Texas? You were way off? Not way off. I was off, but still, I was like, wait a minute. I don't... What? Wow. Now I, you keep rattling me here, so... I think I'm helping you I mean, when I do this. <laughs> well, I need help. I mean, see, I'm way off on these. Uh... Texas, I've been short this week. Texas, a pissed off Texas team has got to be favored by. They're at Texas. They got to be favored by 20. Man, am I way off? 26. You're going to get it. I said 28 and a half. This lined open 23. And it's been bet down to 22 already. Um, huh. I mean, what the hell? I mean, I, I just really don't get this. What? OU on the road opened up at a 32.5 point favorite. Yeah. They won by 25. OU just beat Texas by one touchdown. So, man, I know Kansas is coming off of a bye, but does, does it matter? I. I okay. Mean, Texas is kind of pissed off, right? I mean, I would assume so. I mean, they they kind of need to make a statement I, I, win. I well, I mean, I guess they're saying like, kind of with the Washington line versus Arizona that this team's just kind of out of it, so they're just going to kind of lay down. I that's my only logic for why they because that Washington versus Arizona line was short because Washington was out of it. I don't get it. Okay, well, you're making a hell of a comeback here. Let me see. I'm one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight versus eight versus six for you, Magoo. Um, Baylor at Oklahoma State. Here we go. Oh, and this reminds oh. me one one of the things we talk about. So we mentioned, uh, I think the the Bear Felica tweeted out that teams. After their first their first week in the top twenty five, after previously being unranked, they have some ridiculously low ATS record. And then I think all three teams—Wake Forest, Baylor, and Memphis—all three teams ended up losing ATS last week. So that's yeah. something to keep in mind. Hmm. So this this one's interesting because at first glance. I would say we we have to bet Oklahoma State, right? I mean, well, what, what do you guess the line is? Baylor at Oklahoma State. Oh, you know what's crazy is, so I have no, I I think they have to make Oklahoma State the favorite still, right? I don't care that they're four and two and Baylor's six and zero oh or whatever, but I, I can't believe I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say Oklahoma State by three. Oh, you're going to get it, man. That's a good job by you. I guess that Baylor was going to be a two-and-a-half-point no, favorite. stop it. Stop. Less than a field goal. But um, 
No, Oklahoma State opened up at two and a half, and they do sit at three currently. And I, if this line opens up at two and a half in, in the contest, I think I may agree with you, and we may have to, we may have to yeah. take them here. Well, that would be. So this would be an unfortunate system play with the home team being favorite. At the same time, Miami easily covered the home team favorite last week. So you're looking at our system plays. Just forget who's favorite, who's not. The system plays being like a ridiculous like eight and one this year with, of course, us betting the only loss. Well, and I love – I mean, Mike Gundy is a good coach. Coming off of a bye week and a bye Mm -hmm. week after – Losing as a favorite, oh my gosh, it's it's a good spot for them. That's yeah. for sure. So we're gonna start that one. Um, next I'm game. I'm surprised you weren't on me with with tech. I actually asked uh, your buddies from your fellow, uh, what is it, ATOs, and they were. Uh, I told them what the spread was versus tech, and they were like, "Oh yeah, tech's gonna easily cover that." I, I was too, but I didn't like. You know, usually the game after. Dog wins outright. They kind of come back. So that's the thing that was holding me off on everything else. I liked, but then I was like, you know what? Tech just got the outright victory. Um, they were big underdogs versus Oklahoma mm-hmm. State. So that that was what was holding me off. It was a weird game. I don't know if you watched any of it. But, um, the other thing is, and going into this game, Baylor just lost their team captain on defense, heart and soul of that defense. So that that could be a big loss for them. Um, next game. Let's uh, let's star. Let let's star the Pokes versus Baylor. Oh, definitely, it's been starred. Uh, Temple at SMU. Oh my goodness, Temple! I have no idea what to do with this one. Temple at SMU. We of course had to sweat the Temple game uh, after they were up sixteen <laughs> zero. God, SMU off. Uh, well, I have no idea what to do with that spread. Temple at SMU. Uh, SMU is going to be favored by... Oh, my God. Temple is a five-and-a-half-point dog versus Memphis. SMU by oh, six-and-a-half. I'm way off, right? That is what I guess as well, 